Shavuot Tov, everybody, and Chag Sameach. I want you to imagine this scenario. You walk into an empty movie theater and you buy a ticket. You find a seat in the center of the theater and a film begins to play. And this film begins with the first moment you opened your eyes as a newborn infant. And it goes on for hours and hours. You watch yourself going through preschool, grade school, high school, college. You watch all the highlights of the most important moments of your life, from the highest highs to the lowest lows. And eventually, towards the end, the movie shows you're entering the movie theater, and suddenly, the movie stops. You get up out of your seat and you realize the rest of the movie hasn't happened yet. I was listening to Joe Rogan this week, and he said the greatest advice he had ever gotten was, and by the way, I cleaned up the language a little bit, live your life like you're the hero of your own movie. And right now is when the movie begins. Think about your life right now and ask yourself, who am I? Who am I becoming? What is my destiny? Which parts of my potential have I not yet tapped into? What do I need to do to create a movie that my kids can one day look back on with pride and say, Wow, my dad was a real life superhero. He fought through every obstacle and came out a winner. My mom really got her act together and became a living legend. When we think about historical Jewish heroes, we so often think of the Maccabees. We remember the valiant battle they fought and the victory studded with eight days and nights of bright, shining light. But what exactly made the Maccabees so special? What could have possibly fueled such a miraculous victory? So listen to this quote from Matetia Kohen Gadol to get a glimpse into what fueled this victory. Even if all the nations that live under the rule of the king obey him and have chosen to obey his commandments, every one of them abandoning the religion of their ancestors, I and my sons and my brothers will continue to live by the covenant of our ancestors. Far be it from us to desert the law and the ordinances. We will not obey the king's words by turning aside from our religion. What Matityahu was demonstrating was an unbreakable and unwavering sense of his Jewish identity and a pride in living by the covenant. In this week's parasha, we read about the parallel stories of both Yosef and Yehuda, two brothers whose destinies diverged for a time, but found their way back together by what can only be seen as divine providence. And in both sagas, we see a very interesting theme emerge, the theme of clothing. And of course, we know what is clothing, if not a symbol for something much deeper, a symbol for identity. In the story of Yosef, early on in the story, his brother strip him of his ketonet, vayafshitu at Yosef et kutonto. They're stripping him of his identity. They resent the identity of him being the chosen one. And now later on in the story, he again is stripped of clothing. This time by the wife of Potiphar, he's stripped of his slave uniform. And I think what life is, is teaching him is so valuable. And Yosef gets the message. 
he knows that sometimes life will strip down all the illusions and all that's left is your purest essence. This week I met a resident in the hospital who keeps a piece of metal from Japan on his desk. And I asked him what the meaning of it was. He says it's called Tamahagane. And this Tamahagane metal is used to create a sword. And what they do is they throw the metal in a furnace and they heat it up to astronomical temperatures and then they take it out and they bang it and then they let it cool off and then again they throw it in the furnace and they bang it again. And over and over the process goes until finally out of it emerges this incredible sword. And the resident told me, this is residency. This is how you become a great doctor. You're going to be thrown in the fire time and time again. You're going to be banged from all sides. But eventually you'll emerge sharper than ever, more flexible than ever, and stronger than you could have ever imagined. So like Yosef, be like Tamahagane. Be the hero of your own story. Same goes for Yehuda in the parallel story in this week's parasha. We all know that he was tricked by his daughter-in-law after he didn't want to give her to his son as a wife. And she sleeps with him, and she takes collateral from him. And he didn't know it was her. And eventually when he realized she was pregnant, he says, Let her be burned. Because she was pregnant to somebody outside the family, or so he thought. And she says at the last minute, wait, before you burn me, I just want you to know, to whomever these objects belong is the one who I am pregnant to. And she shows the hotemet, the petilim, and the mateh. The signet ring and the, the garment of probably blue as well as a staff. And what does Yehuda say? Yehuda says, meni. He says, she is more righteous than me. She is more correct than me. These are mine. And he identifies these objects. Now let me ask you a question. Who owns a signet ring, a scepter, and beautiful blue garments? These are the identities of a king. So by identifying these objects, Yehuda is literally Kone the Melucha. At that moment, by owning up to his past mistakes, he's able to literally become king at that moment. So what the Torah is telling us is own up to your prior mistakes and turn your deepest struggles into your most glorious strengths. And this was the ultimate redemption of Yehuda's identity. Now how do I know that? Because what is the word that the Torah uses for these objects? It's called collateral. The Torah uses the word eravon. And there, that word appears only one other time in this entire Torah. And it appears later on in the story when Yehuda says, I am going to be the collateral for Binyamin. And when he gives himself up, to be slave instead of Binyamin, he says, Ki Because he says to Yosef, I am responsible for this lad. I am his collateral. Take me instead. So it's the lesson that Yehuda learned through that most difficult time in his life that became the script to his greatest success. So it seems that the Torah wants us to take notice of this theme of identity. The very same theme of the Hanukkah story. The key to a life of success, says the Torah and says the holiday of Hanukkah, is a clear and undying sense of one's identity and a fearlessness towards stripping away all the illusions of who you thought you were. 
I think Leonard Cohen said it best when he said, there is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. It's only when life knocks you down time and time again and strips away everything you thought you were that you can finally become the star of your very own blockbuster film, the hero of your movie, that shining sword, fiercer than ever before. If you view life in this way and allow your struggles to unlock the depth of who you are, you can finally come face to face with your true self. And there you are sure to meet your brilliant, shining, divine essence. Thank you very much. Hug Sameach.